0: Welcome back to Talking Tax with ZoundTrax, the show where we never actually talk tax, just mostly nerd facts. And I remembered to say that this time. I forgot in episode three. And for those who listened the whole time, I don't blame you if you didn't listen to all of episode three. It was but uh you'd already know that my guest today is my dad, Joshua.
1: Is this the radio? <laughs> is this what you do now?
0: Is this what uh, the kids are playing yeah.
1: with? Yes, Dad. Thanks.
0: thanks for taking the the time and effort to in well, the house I live in. I feel a
1: contract. There's almost like a contractual obligation at this point. Yes. I've, I, there's a I've been doing this for
0: so long. You you promised me at the beginning of this that at one point you would you would join. Well, like I say, but uh, Dad, we use typically we we start this podcast off with a segment about the news that I like to call the news. Oh, so,
1: is there
0: going to be music? You need a lead-in. Maybe one day.
1: Maybe one day. Yeah, you need a lead-in. We we'll do
0: it live. We, now we'll turn to our live band. Yeah, bring him in. But, news story, and there's actually a lot of news stories about comic book castings, which kind of surprised me. I uh, Hopefully you like that kind of thing, because news story number one, probably the biggest story nerd-wise this week, Kristen Wiig has been cast as the villain Cheetah, and yeah. Wonder Woman too. Did you hear about that? I
1: saw that? that. Yeah, I saw well. There's some preliminary stuff about
0: it. I saw. Yeah. Well, they, I, like it seems people are kind of mixed on it. They they're mixed on two things: that Cheetah's the villain and that Kirsten Wicks playing planner. I'm excited. Oh yeah. I think she's a really good one of her actress. classic
1: villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And like I know most people know her from comedies, but she's been in some ser- serious mm-hmm. stuff. And I think she uh, obviously, I'm sure, with how popular Wonder Woman was, that. That tons of you know awesome actresses auditioned for the villain. So mm-hmm. if, if you know, but she
1: looked best in the leotard. <laughs> yeah, she came she, in with the leotard. She, <laughs> she, she brought, did. She did the. She just made cat sounds. Walked in, made cat yeah. sounds. Put on a leotard, and they were like,
0: she brought a real cheetah yeah. with her. She had a cheetah That's with what, her. Yeah, she went the full nine yards. Now, straight on from one casting to the next. New story number two for those keeping track at home is that Scott Eastwood, the son of Clint Eastwood. Really, really, really wants to play
1: Wolverine. Yeah, I thought, wasn't this the thing like a while back he was yeah, talking like, about it?
0: They because a lot of people obviously know a lot of the modern day Wolverine is based around Clint Eastwood, right. obviously. Right. Like his mannerisms and stuff. And we actually have a quote this time where uh, he was doing an interview with Screen Rant. And Screen Rant asked, a lot of people have cast you as Wolverine. Have you heard about this? And he said, I, I have heard this. He said, I love Wolverine. He's one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. He's a renegade. Total bad A renegade. He's kind of, you know, a loose cannon. Doesn't play by the rules. He's the kind of character that I love. And they said, so you're telling me if you got the call, you'd be totally down to play Wolverine. And he said, 100%. Uh-huh.
1: You know where he messed up? He didn't end it by saying, buh. He should have. Or he should have like, snicked. <laughs> yeah. I'd be down, snicked. <laughs> I got these medically attached to my <laughs> yeah, hands. Yeah. I'm so dedicated that I sold my child to get <laughs> yes. this adamantium sewed into my body. I
0: used my dad's fortune <laughs> to get. Oh which, my gosh. I
1: mean, I think uh, it looks. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, he it'll looked, uh, I mean, yeah, he looks. I I haven't really seen the super chops, by him. Like I said, I'm, yeah, I remember him in Gran Torino, which mm. he was. You know, he played like a bit role, and well, he's kind of been moving up. He. Uh, I'm sure, probably
0: a disappointment on his career, and a good thing is that Suicide Squad he was in that, and it oh, seems that's right. since yeah. then he's been playing some more. Like he's in that yeah. new Pacific Rim, and right. But uh, and the the thing is, a lot of people forget that Hugh Jackman. Whenever he was cast, I'm sure you remember tons of people hate, mm-hmm. hating, hating not like what this guy's yep. just been in Broadway yep. stuff, like he and you know just give him a shot because I know everybody wants Tom Hardy, but at this point, Tom Hardy's Venom, yeah. he's.
1: And I mean, I almost feel like it's I'm Tom Hardy overdriving You're Tom point. Hardy now. I'm Tom Hardy now. You know, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like guys, I love, it. I love him, love him. But yeah, it's, he can't. I almost do it. feel like that he's turned into the DiCaprio. You know, no matter what he yes. does, people are going to go, oh, this is the greatest thing, and I and I love him. I think he's a phenomenal mm. actor. But
0: well, he, and, and that'd be another way for him to do a funny voice is Wolverine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's man. a voice man. But I think you know, give Scott Eastwood a chance. Let him.
1: Which, wait a minute, go back to because I is anyone else? I bothered by this accent the, in the Venom? Oh gosh, I I'm don't, bothered. I by don't this. know what's happening. I've, I watched it and I was like, maybe did I imagine this? You know, maybe it was just a quick. And I rewatched it again. I was like, what is happening yeah, what, here? You know, I can't really is place he, what the accent. It's like is. a weird Southern Jersey smash up. I, I, I don't know. It's strange. I, yeah. I've...
0: I, I feel like that movie, I, I hope it does well. And I, I I think Tom Hardy, you'd like to think Tom Hardy wouldn't do a movie that isn't a good oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I guess, I'm sure you wave a couple million dollars yeah, in man. front of somebody. I mean, everybody does <laughs> some
1: crappers. I mean, it's, but I, it, it's, he, That I'm afraid that he's maybe he's got this shtick now, you know. Yeah, he's, he's the like, tough big guy. You had Gary, well, you had Gary Oldman who always tried to pick these eclectic, weird, persona roles you know mm. maybe he's doing this thing where he's like i i'm contractually obligated to have a weird voice <laughs> yeah contractually... something covering my mouth yes, there's got to be something the way my voice sounds has got to be weird or you know i don't know it's it's in his rider it's in his Sp- rider now
0: speaking of weird we move on to another casting room this one's a rumor but it's uh, about a very weird man in hollywood but first chris mcquarrie a name I'm not familiar with, if I'm honest with you. Hmm. Is rumored to be the top choice to direct the Green Lanterns Corps movie. Chris McQuarrie? Did he yeah. do Rush Hour? I, well, here's the thing. I, I didn't do that much research, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh but my God, shut the, it down. <laughs> We're done here. Shut this but whole thing down, I'm out. The, 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 I refuse to work under these conditions. W- well, people are saying, what does this Chris McQuarrie guy have that you know they, that any other director doesn't have? Like, what What's so big about Chris McQuarrie? Well, he's done a lot of movies with one man. And that man is Tom Cruise. Really? So the rumor is that Tom Cruise, mm. they're literally just getting Chris McQuarrie because they're like, he'll talk to Tom Cruise and Tom wow. Cruise will be an older, more
1: experienced Hal Jordan. Well, it'll be easy to make those digital, you know, heels on him yeah. from the movie. You can make it pretend like, you know, that, all Green Lanterns wear these big boots. Yes. And the
0: the even better part is that you know they got to work in a running scene where he can do his weird wavy hands. run. Man. I, oh, I'm trying to think of a co- like how maybe he can do a weird wavy so, hand fly. So why has this
1: guy directed? What is he? I I,
0: I'll listen. I, I've got to be honest with you. Most people oh, have come to expect Lord. at this point. Not a <laughs> lot of research.
1: Just off the wall. I it's, don't know. I mean, I, I can see that. I don't mind Tom Cruise as a how. No,
0: he he's a good. People forget now because he's kind of his public persona has gotten so big that people oh. see him as the weird Scientology guy. But he, I mean, you go back and look Come at on. Last Samurai, like Jeremy Bar or something like I that. Mean, He's a
1: great actor. The Mission Impossible. Yeah. The, the, and what? So I I'd had hear, I'd heard that it was going to be like a buddy film between yeah, him and John Stewart. John Stewart, like a buddy yeah. cop thing. Yeah, yeah. Because they, I, I <laughs> which it plays well because the, the Green Lanterns are the police of the, yeah. the universe. And they, they, they are. Each sector has
0: two people, so it is. It's like mm-hmm. a buddy, and they're even saying now that. Maybe Guy Gardner and Kyle Rayner are going to be in it too, and it'll be mm-hmm. kind of they'll be oh, kind of back. I love to Guy Gardner.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Who would play Guy Gardner? Then uh-huh. it's got to be somebody with a with a flat top. Irish <laughs> freckled face he, and a bowl cut. That, now, he was a bowl he, he cut. A bowl when cut. I was, yeah, back in the day when I was reading, who could Tom Hardy? Let just, that's, that's just that's Tom, Tom Hardy. Did. Tom Hardy. He could do the with Irish voice, wear the bowl cut. He. Uh,
0: but on the more depressing news, this one. And it, once again, I've put in parentheses, rumor, before this, this one. This is the
1: thing you, you were talking about. This is... No, no. are about to drop the bomb.
0: The next... News story number five is the sad bomb. This is Oh, the, my God. This is news story... I can't handle all this. I, I cannot. Sorry. I shouldn't have put the sad... Wave, back after, back. wave after wave after wave. <laughs> of. But this one's more of a rumor. And it's that uh, Deadpool 2 has been screened. They've let some people see it. And it is really, really bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. And they're saying... And they already... It is... True that they're doing reshoots. Uh, Josh Brolin wow. said that he's like, "Oh, we're making, we're doing some reshoots," but the rumor is that it is horrible, and the reshoots aren't as wow. small as they're saying. Like they're literally going in and changing all the jokes. They're having because none of them landed with anybody, and Ooh. it's kind of worrisome because I guess that that first one was really like lightning in a bottle. They did a good but, job but, but, yeah,
1: because you wanted to see a guy play Deadpool like Deadpool in the comics, and it seemed like he had that. Vein. Which, he
0: was right in the vein of it. Well then, because I do remember there was like right afterwards there was a little bit of drama where the director left because yeah. he said him and Ryan Reynolds were having yeah. some creative differences. But, uh and he, I didn't know he's doing Terminator. They're doing another T- Terminator reboot.
1: With Ryan Reynolds? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, Terminator. Smart mouth Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. I don't just come back, I come back with dirty jokes. With the, dirty jokes. Yeah. And a Ryan Reynolds face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
0: it's just, I'm hoping it's not true. And, you know, we're, there every, people don't realize how many b- movies do reshoots. Well, they all do reshoots. Like, re-shoot. It's just part of, like, you, and usually the first, like, I remember reading somewhere that the first, uh, like, not draft, but the first cut, I guess, of Star right. Wars was almost unwatchable. Like, they were like, we've got to cut some things here. Right. And that movie is why, you know, New Hope is, most people consider it the the most perfectly plotted out movie like it's, it's of the best just pace. Has such a yeah, pa- yeah. good pacing and flow but so yeah hopefully that's not the case like okay. but I
1: can see where he could get out of control because yes. you know he's like yeah hey I had fourteen fart jokes in the first one yes. let me do twenty eight let me people bust it really up. like it you know
0: let's uh, yeah I just hope he doesn't uh, he doesn't go that route because that's one thing from the movie that I feel like they kinda Deadpool in the comics, he never really like I, the ones I've read. He had some dirty jokes, but most of his jokes were like pop culture stuff. Right. Like he would talk, yeah. he would point out how Professor X looks like uh, jean Luke Picard and stuff. Right. And but ho- hopefully, and if that is true, you know, there's been movies that have been saved by reshoots. Like they, uh, they could probably save it if mm. hopefully because they.
1: Man, I hate to hear
0: that. I know because mm. they that first one was. The studio, wouldn't were like, this is going to fail. You know so what I they could do, though? Out.
1: You know what they could do, though? What? Just bring in Tom Hardy. <laughs> yes. Just bring in Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Reshoot scenes with Tom Hardy in the middle. He, just, he drops in. <laughs> he acts. And you just go, oh, man, what? I don't even I remember see? what happened, but Tom Hardy, Tom was, Hardy in, was there. So automatically enjoyed And he had a mask on, and he, I'm all for it. He had the weird voice. He was speaking in Spanish. <laughs> he, played, he was doing Spanish. In some I, scenes
0: he was cable,
1: and some scenes he, he was every He's like Shatner. He wants to film every scene with him playing all the roles. He is. even Hardy. him as Domino. He I wants like to. I like it.
0: He wants a romance scene between. That's that's where we're headed. Is a romantic scene between Tom Hardy. He's already played and twins. That's true. He's already
1: played twins. He's proved. He's uh, proven. He could can be, do it. this. Could be where I'm going to pitch this one. The, I'm sure I'm someone will pitch somebody. Up. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch it, with somebody. It's Tom
0: Hardy. It's gold.
1: Listen, you got Tom Hardy times two making out with himself. There you go.
0: And each one is a different funny voice. And each one, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but speaking of a lot of money, this is the real sad one. All right. And uh, so, Stanley and his daughter it's been reported because you know his wife passed away a few months ago and his only family pretty much is him and his daughter uh they they they've been basically their money has been getting stolen from them for months now they're saying what? the reports are that an unauthorized $300,000 check was written from Stanley's bank account to some company like a you know like it was a loan or something oh. unauthorized by him. He he didn't consent on any of that. And then one point four million dollars has just disappeared out of his account. What? Yep. And eight and someone bought an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar condo in his name. Yeah, I feel like you could track this down. That's, that's I mean, how what do you I understand. buy a condo they, with no paperwork? And th- like, there's an insider, I guess, like a friend of the family who says his quote is, "It's a real mess over there. I think his money will be gone in a few weeks." Stan and his daughter are literally being picked apart by vultures. Like, anyone understand. considered, it's the kingpin. Yeah, it's, it's it's Hydra. It's Hydra. They've, they've, Hydra they're tired of
1: the lid being blown off all the time. They're like, how are we supposed to go around doing these Nazi salutes schemes. and horrible it's schemes and this guy's writing out on us all and the time. And the real, the real mind bender mm-hmm. is, it's Chris Evans leading the pack. It is. It's Captain it is. America. Man. They, it just...
0: Like you're saying, I don't, saying, I don't understand is, yeah, how somebody couldn't be like, uh, yeah, there's something going on here. But, yeah, they because you know he's had that bad. He recently had a real bad pneumonia incident, and he was in the yeah, hospital for a while. And they, and people are saying like, he's just getting taken advantage of basically at this point. And one of his body, this is true. One of, like his main bodyguard, and almost all the pictures you see of him, he's in the background somewhere. Uh, he like threatened him for something. Nobody knows why, but the police got called and they had to they had to remove him from his house. Like poor old that's not poor old Stan Lee, this what? old man, you think in this you know, he's 97 years old and he's
1: you'd think his final years would be the most relaxing things in the world and all this is happening. Maybe though, it's not Stan maybe he's been like he's a uh a scroll, scroll. The secret of, that's it. The secret of, <laughs> this maybe. is it. Maybe he's just tricking all of us right now to think, oh, poor Stan Lee. You know, let's let's help this guy. Let's, let's get him, out. him put in a position where he makes power, more money. Yeah. You know, let's get this let's guy some little, money. And then next thing you know, bam. That's whatever the scroll's saying. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And if you notice, this guy, uh, I don't know. It's uh, how do you buy a condo with no paperwork?
0: For real? Or I mean, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that it's it's going to get figured out, and I hope uh,
1: I'm going to go with my kingpin slash scroll invasion, <laughs> invasion combo.
0: They're they're working in tandem. The kingpin and yeah. the scrolls. Yeah,
1: he's a man who finds his... You know, look, he look, he will not draw the line anywhere. So aliens, you no, know, horrible, horrible, horrible fat guys, obese but, crime yes. lords. Yes,
0: with with family issues. He will
1: not draw the line. I mean, look.
0: Here's the thing. I think the way that we'll know this is going to happen is when. We hear tomorrow that Stan Lee got his head rammed into a car door. <laughs> <and> <laughs> repeatedly. Yeah, and that's, that's what, amazing. But, he, but he, ch- he changed. on. He made,
1: I mean, that one last, your mama's so fat joke. <laughs> yeah. It was all over, you know. That, that, oh, man. That's, I, I'd, I'd hope the best for old Stan Yeah, Lee. I mean, that's, that's a lot of money to disappear. For real. I mean, you're talking about like three million bucks. They... I just I the weird thing to me is how do
0: you get away with that? Like, how does somebody not point yeah, out? I do Stanley wouldn't wait buy a, a condo. Stan's
1: been getting older. Those that that uh that person calls from Africa that tells you they're actually a prince. All you gotta do is send him uh, there. He's fell prey to that. He
0: Stan thought they found a vibranium reserve. He
1: thought this was Wakanda. He thought and it's I, not. I, I, you know what? He was in a fever dream. He, he was, it was when he was sick with pneumonia. He thought, King, exactly. King, he thought T'Challa King T'Challa calls oh, up. Oh, dude, yeah, we've got that movie coming out. You do need this million dollars for the marketing. <laughs> poor old Let son. me send this to you as quick old. as I can.
0: Truly Excelsior is all. Yeah, a that's poor nothing guy. but
1: the best. I hate that.
0: Which, and this last piece of news leads directly into our topic for today. And that's that a live-action Star Wars TV show by John Favreau Wow. is being created. John Favreau? Yeah. He's, really? he's the the head, the head guy over the creation of it, it seems. Um, but that really draws to light something that, you know, I was thinking, and I couldn't think of a better person because you're the, you introduced me to Star Wars. You're probably the biggest Star Wars nerd I know. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and So let, let's look at this real fast. I've got a list here of the planned Star Wars projects. All right. Hit me with them. They've got, we've got episode nine.
1: Scared.
0: And Solo. So we'll, we'll count Solo. because really that's, Yeah, that's the one really you, re- I mean,
1: you read them to me and I'll give you the level of scared, scared I for each one of them. So, so start off nine,
0: I'm episode scared. Episode nine, Solo. I'm pretty scared. Really scared. A third, another spinoff movie.
1: I, I may have pooped my pants. Which, I mean, if it's Kenobi though. But look, I, if they do not... Bring back Ewan McGregor oh, that's, as Kenobi. What are you doing? Why would you not? I mean, at this point, why would you not? Like, I love that, and I keep hearing no, they're definitively saying they're not bringing Ewan yeah, McGregor he, back. They're they're working on it, but the thing is,
0: I've, I've I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to this. I've been looking at some things. That I know we're getting off track, but they <laughs> they posted to their Instagram a throwback Thursday to Ewan McGregor in a in a cave working on episode 3 and he was and they were like look at Ewan McGregor in a cave hmm. some people are saying that that cave represents the cave of money that he's oh, going to be making of but, oh. but and then I mean he looks have you seen him recently
1: he looks he's like Obi-Wan Got the he's mirror. been working out and uh, he said he. I think because I was, mean what else was Obi-Wan doing on Tatooine he's just working out, getting just working pumped. out. he's getting swollen. exactly and the entire time you know that's why he rolled that robe he was he was hiding oh, the I muscles. was swollen under there. He was, he was you know, Uncle Iroh in it. He was. He was just like you know. Oh, I'm such a boy. And then man, they're just lucky he did not have a ch- yeah. a reason to bust. Him. He. I think he realized
0: he saw that the mistake he had made by not informing Luke beforehand that Princess Leia was his sister. Yeah, exactly. And he saw the romance brewing. And he was like, I got to get out of here yeah, before I get blamed for yeah, this. he he was he was implicit. But so again, okay, that's two movies. We got two movies. Three actually, if you include Solo. Mm-hmm. Then we also have a trilogy of movies by Ryan Johnson. Oh, my Lord. The is. man who made The Last Jedi. Hmm. A trilogy. Hmm. So that's, I guess, the we one really, movie. We really want this guy <laughs> to make three. We really want I, this guy to make three. Maybe we three. should be reconsidered that. But, I mean, you know, somewhere
1: again, this. If nothing else, the spirit of Admiral Akbar is going to intercede yes. on this <laughs> it's and, a and murder him in <laughs> yes. his sleep. This is a trap. It this is, a is literally trap. a trap.
0: I think, but here's the thing, though. I've, I've finally seen the light because I forgot about that he was making a trilogy, and I've realized oh. the last mm. Jedi had one purpose to tell us the origin story of Broom Boy, <laughs> and this <laughs> yes. trilogy will be mm. the Broom Boy trilogy. Mm. Think. Mm. Thank Astro Boy and the Star Wars. Universe. I like it.
1: He, I like it. No, what was the uh What was the show where the guy was the janitor and he was actually the CIA oh. agent? What was that? The one the wasn't that the guy, the dude from Shambh or was he in IT? I I'm remember. so scarred by Broom Boy that I automatically oh, like assume everybody's a janitor. janitor. <laughs> all these films that I used to know. It's like, oh, there's a janitor. He's got to be someone. Space jan. I mean, you've got space janitors. Space janitor. Space janitor here. Space janitor here. There's. I, I am now Cap- bombarded.
0: Captain Kirk is now. He's hoping to move up from commander of a of, yep. a, of a ship to space, space janitor. janitor.
1: You've got to understand. That's where all the knowledge base is at. These that, space janitor.
0: That's where Space Ghost went. He's, he's not Space Ghost anymore. He's a space uh, janitor. Man. Which, but we'll we'll get more into that because. Right, And then we've also have... They didn't say if this was a trilogy or if this was a one movie or what. They've only said a series of films by the creators of Game of Thrones, D.B. Wise and... uh,
1: The other guy. The other guy.
0: The guy with the beard. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. When you have a name like D.B. Wise... You're gonna forget the other guy's yeah. name. Like, thanks for being there, guy with the beard. Yeah,
1: the other guy looks like he's in Game of Thrones for real. Like, so man, he's like, I'm the, just gonna be like... I hope I'm remembering this right. Yeah. because it could possibly be <laughs> yeah. a flip. Hey, they and, both,
0: there's Game of Thrones has a very diverse cat. Both of them could yeah, be. Yeah, they Throne. could both be. But one of them would be. Let's face it. One of them would be a hero warrior, and the other one would be a janitor.
1: Mm, yes. Well, uh, we have to continue this trend of janitors.
0: Somebody has to clean up the Red Keep. Is all I'm saying. Is
1: he? So this is a TV show?
0: No, no. This right? this is a series of films. A series of films. A series of films. Ooh. Which they're saying the rumor is they're doing the Old Republic because I guess Game of Thrones and the Old Republic are kind of similar, like political mm. intrigue and that all kind. Mm. But then and then also we have the live action TV series being made by Jon Favreau. Uh, the thing is, out of these, that's just the stuff we know about.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they've got just they're going to cram it down our the
0: they, throats. They've got a Bonk droid solo movie.
1: Bonk droid. Um, you know, Boba Fett clone that didn't yeah. clone two thousand two thousand forty four, And
0: then we've, I'm, I'm just excited for them to announce the surgery hospital droid that performed <laughs> Padme's uh, oh birth gosh, on man. that. But, what were you about to say? Mm. The, which
1: one? I think that's... I mean, a- I, 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 people that have the proven track record, I mean, Favreau, the guy knows his stuff, he knows fan service, he knows how to, but he knows how to balance it out with a good product.
0: The Game of Thrones guys. The Game of Thrones
1: guys seem like they... But, but, episodic content is totally different than two-hour films. I mean, exactly. you can... All these shows, you can say, oh, well, they've got a running narrative that... You know, you can kind of have filler here, plot holes in here, you know. You've got a running narrative for six seasons as opposed to... You've got to tell me a comprehensive story in two hours. Tell me the... Now, see, I, I, I fall under the category of people saying, if I
0: trust one guy to be able to handle the... The in depth psychology of Darth Revan. It's the guys who do Game of Thrones. Well,
1: and I I'd, I'd I'd see. see. Uh, now, is that. So the rumor is over public. Old
0: Republic, because they said series of films. So that oh, means I they're know. not just doing one, they're going to do multiple. But the. Which Man, really, I'd love to see a Bane. Oh, that'd I'd love be to see cool. Darth Bane. I'd love Bane. to see Darth Revan. They. But the thing is, the question really is, is, I mean, in the span of like. 30 years. We got 6 Star Wars yep. movies. We got the the original, you know, the George Lucas mm-hmm. Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga, I guess is what you could call it. And, you know, it was it made it feel like an event. Like whenever mm-hmm. you heard a Star Wars movie was coming out, you're like, "Oh my gosh, we got to watch, like we got to pre-order our tickets mm-hmm. months in advance." But I, and I feel like we're already seeing the problem with Solo is how much Star Wars is too much Star Wars, yep. you know what I mean? And that that'll probably the term, be the title
1: of this episode. The term is victim of your success. Yes. I mean, at some, at some point, they, they placed a price on, man, we can just bombard people with Star Wars movies and we'll make a crap ton of money off of it and without thinking of the repercussion of what is left. Yeah. You know, like, what are you going to leave for, because that was the beauty of Star Wars. When I was, when I was growing up, you know, you had, like you said, the three movies and then even you get to the, the six. But, there was always all this uncertain ground. There was always mm-hmm. all this mystery to it. There was always all this, oh man, there's there's these stories out there that are, you know, either expanded universe or even fan mm-hmm. fiction. There was a lot of room for all that. There was a lot of room for expanded universe. Yeah. And it feels like you're explaining everything yeah, exactly. and it takes that magic away from it. It takes that... That oh uncertainty of you know well, this guy's cool i 'd like to know more about him, well, guess what they're coming out with a movie in three weeks yeah but, about him like yeah. they,
0: and it's weird because you'd think I mean Star Wars you think they would have learned from the big one of the biggest cropss with the prequels is that they tried to explain the force and how the force works with right. Clorians and stuff, and you'd think they'd go, oh, people hated that whenever we tried to explain right. this awesome thing, and that's why I think the biggest like the solo movies coming out in. Uh, two months, probably I think, is yeah, how far away it is. And the, the thing is, you don't. There's not as much hype for it. You don't. No. You're not, even I think Rogue One had more hype for it. And I think the problem is, is that you know we've had year, Star Wars fans have had years to come up with their own backstory for how mm-hmm. Han Solo met Chewbacca, or how he got the Millennium Falcon, yeah. or how. He did, and regardless of how good your writers are, you're probably not going to
1: satisfy the years of, yeah. of, of, of basically fan knowledge I've created for. And there's something to be said for that it was in books. You know what I yeah. mean? Like a lot of the expanded... Because guess what? When I read a book, I may my mind can roam a little bit and imagine something yeah. into this scenario. And you, same, if you read the book, you might roam a little bit and imagine something of your own into the scenario. Yeah. When you throw it up on a screen and tell me definitively, this is how... It well, yeah. It takes that imagination away from it. It takes away a lot of the... Like I said, the mystery of it is... Yeah. is it's just... Uh, it's, it, I, I feel like you're being bombarded. And I, yeah, there's just... And I, this is from a person who was obsessed with Star Wars throughout their formative mm-hmm. years. And now I'm like, please, no more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Can we please, wait a little bit? Can shut we put it, it down? Little,
0: well, the, they're even saying now, because everybody assumed Episode 9 would be the end of this trilogy of the mm-hmm. sequels or whatever. But the rumor is now that they might just keep going. And mm-hmm. every... Lord. But... I, I i just don't... like think, Remember the hype whenever... Force Awakens was announced. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, we haven't seen Star Wars in so long. And when Phantom Menace came out, you know, you can go back and see videos of people freaking out because, man, it's been so long since we've seen Star Wars. And now it's going to be like, oh, it's our yearly Star Wars movie. And I, like, the the thing is, and people will probably say, oh, well, you're a big superhero fan, so why don't you feel the same way about superhero movies?
1: Well, I kind of do. I got to be honest. I kind of do. That's the thing. We (laughs) were just talking, I was talking about this the other day with a friend, and I was like, look. After watching one, you it's formulaic and you can't really break the formula because what are you going to do? Write a superhero that loses in the end? Yeah. I mean, it's like you can't do it. I feel the same way. I mean, I, that's I the think, problem I've got. You, you, you bombarded me. You bombard I think me. Star
0: Wars, though, is, is, is like superheroes are my favorite thing. That's right. my all time favorite genre of anything, superheroes, because right. you know, Spider Man's a favorite character, but uh. Even still, you know, I can get excited for it. There's never been a superhero movie that I haven't... Well, I mean, there But most superhero movies, when I hear about them, I'm excited to see them. But I feel like Star Wars, that's like sacred ground. That's
1: it. It was a rarity, like you said. It was something that, oh my gosh, I've heard that there might be a film coming. Yeah, another Star Wars. And War. now it's... Okay, in six months there's yeah. another one, and in five months there's another one. And, and
0: like you always had the animated TV shows, but that was just kind of to hold you off. And that, if, if they went through with this John Favreau TV show, cool, I'm sure that'll be awesome. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, we've got a trilogy by that, Ron Johnson guy. We've got the rest of this of the sequel trilogy. We yeah. got. I'm assuming they're going to keep making spinoff movies because the the thing is, they're still making money. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the, I think that's kind of the problem really. With and I've defended them from day one. That's, I think, the real problem with Disney, really, when you get down to it, is George Lucas had a vision. George Lucas, regardless of how... See, now, look,
1: i got to blame him. I've been been thinking about this lately. I've got to blame him for some of this because this was your baby. You know, this was your lineage. This was what you would be known for forever. And you sold it to a company with no, retaining no rights at all. And they can just, man, they can, you know, come up with... Spaceballs the lunchbox Spaceballs <laughs> yeah, Space balls, balls. the tooth <laughs> Spaceballs yeah I can do it. I mean it's it's just
0: uh, <laughs> I I do on that subject I do remember is a couple of days ago reading about because I was thinking the same thing like does George Lucas regret it I wonder selling off Star Wars but I was reading an interview with him where somebody was like asking that question like how do you do you ever miss you know being able to work on Star Wars like do you think you'll regret and he said think of it this way I released three movies that I thought were, you know, I had these, these ideas for years about these movies and all of a sudden the people who said I've, you know, I've created this awesome thing are sending me death threats because I made a bad movie. Mm -hmm. He's like, why in the world would I want to be involved? Like he's, he talked about how stressful it was because, because the thing with Disney is, and the good thing about uh, the, the good thing with Disney is when people, people who don't like the last Jedi, you hear them saying, we hate Disney. And that's just a corporation. Like, you know, there's yeah. I'm sure Walt Disney isn't rolling in his grave going, oh no, yeah. they hate me. But I'm a I don't single even know guy. Who
1: is the head of Disney? It's not Michael Eisner. Who's the I head of Disney? I don't I, even know now. I
0: like to think it's Walt's uh no. frozen head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. and I mean the the thing is I guess it's a double it's a double edged sword, I guess, Well the thing, where, it's
1: like you said at the beginning, there's a thing called lightning in a bottle. Yeah. And it's like you capture it and it's like you watch these three films and it's just, even Lucas fell prey to this. You watch these three films and it's like, man, that was amazing. It told a story. It told, you know, that was his intent. Mm-hmm. He, he did all this research on, you know, a lot of the, the hero's plight, you know, and those mm-hmm. books. But a kid from nothing has a purpose. Mm-hmm. He goes out on this purpose, on a journey. You know, along the way there are trials, there are things he comes into contact mm-hmm. with that he has to overcome. Reaches the end of his journey, and then he, he's victorious, and he brings something back to the people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what... You look at the original trilogy. That's what... Luke Skywalker, from nothing, goes through trials, tribulations, all this. Comes, you know, saves his friends, goes on a mission to save the princess, you know, which yeah. is an old... You know, hey, you could call it a trope, whatever you to call it. Goes and saves the princess, comes back, has to save his friends, has to save his father. And yeah, he comes a- back... And brings the Jedi back to the people. Oh, there's hope now. There is hope. That's what they... When you really... People don't think about this. What is Star Wars called? A new hope. People don't think about this. It was about a new hope coming to the galaxy, yeah. right? He brought hope. Luke Skywalker brought hope back to the galaxy by defeating the Empire. And, and you know, here's the Jedi. Oh, there's going to be so many. And then what do we get? You hit me with this trilogy where... There is no hope. <laughs> yeah. Everything All they've everything done is, is failed. Dashed to pieces. And I mean, it's and my problem. I've really kind of been breaking it down. My problem with this new trilogy is your hero has no purpose. Mm-mm. Your hero is just standing around going, "Well, I guess I need to go find out what I need to be doing." Mm-hmm. No, you know that doesn't. No. Do- Luke Skywalker had a purpose. He knew I've got to go do this and to achieve I, this, and yeah. I will face trials and blah blah blah. This what we've got in this new film is the greatest Jedi that has ever lived and could ever live possibly yeah. in a billion futures and she doesn't know what she's doing but somehow she gets everything done <laughs> but, like. and we don't even we don't even I don't this has bothered me I was thinking about this I was like man you know she goes to Luke to train you know it's a, a symbolism of the Luke and Obi-Wan you know yeah. it's a short-lived short-lived training. training I think she did two training sessions all right what? But you saw Luke in the Millennium Falcon with the uh, floating, you know, lightsaber, you know, yeah. challenge. He's he's training, and he gets blasted. You are like, oh, and, you know, Han Solo making fun of me. You felt, oh, this is me. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm I I'm an idiot. I yeah. couldn't automatically. You flip and you show me this person in his new trilogy, who is the best at everything. The second uh, yes. they do it, I can't relate to that person. No, I can't, I'm not the best at everything. I'm the not second. the best at everything that I do. I'm just. You know, I'm just a dude that would like have to struggle to to get through this stuff, and well, and I, I and that's my I've I've come to realize that is my problem with this trilogy It's that there is no purpose to the hero, and I I can't relate to somebody who is the absolute best yeah. at everything they do. Well, like even and I, I don't know even in Star Wars because I
0: I rewatched the original trilogy the other day because I was after watching the last Jedi I was like you know mm-hmm. what. Maybe I'm just too upset about this Luke Skywalker stuff. Maybe I just need to rewatch right. it, maybe I can figure it. Because that's I think that's my biggest problem, is that they turned Luke Skywalker into a coward. It's got to they because somebody pointed this out to me and I had never even thought of it this way. Is the problem with the sequel trilogy that they messed up with is they basically said, You know, these original movies that you love so much and these characters that sacrifice so much to Basically, achieve these things well in 20 years nobody knows who they are they and yeah, just, the empire's back jokes. stronger than ever dude is like, a hermit on an yeah. island
1: somewhere the guy who was a new hope for the Exa- galaxy is a, who brought new hope to the galaxy wants to die alone on an island it is like get out of here I hate everybody I mean go they
0: life. just and the the other thing that that really sucks is that You've got this love story between Han and Leia, and you spend the whole original trilogy with Han being awesome. like, Yeah, there's could tension. I ever, yeah, there's tension, the, the, one of the most memorable lines ever, I love you, I know, yeah. like, just awesome, and then they, they're divorced, and they don't want to be with no, each other. It's, like, oh it's just, like, well, what's the, like, You're I, I understand, me. You're I, I, like, I, I guess I understand the whole, they're trying to go the route of, well you know, look at the, the play. They've been dragged through the mud kind of deal. Like, you know, these yeah. heroes that you love. But the problem is, is that there's ways of doing that without... Like, the Princess Leia and Han Solo thing, that... Here's a way to show that they've been dragged through the mud is that they, no matter how hard they tried, their son turned evil or whatever. Right. Just do that. You don't have to have Han Solo being like, well, I'm... I know I was a hero general for the Rebellion, yeah, yeah. but now I'm selling scraps to this yeah. to these gangs now. now I like mean,
1: Chewie, you're working with scum of the yeah, earth. I, guess, the, I mean, ah, uh, come on. Come they on. just... Which, I've abandoned my son. You know, <laughs> exactly. right, you know, come
0: on. Which they and the, back to Ray. The thing with Ray that really bothered me is that the first one, I I was a big defender because I was like, they're going to reveal that she was mind-wiped like Darth Revan mm-hmm. was, and then you know when Luke sees, and I honestly, I was talking to uh, to Xander, my brother and his and his son for people didn't know, but <laughs> I was talking to him about my biggest problem is I think that there was. Stuff set up in The Force Awakens that The Last Jedi just pushed out of the way. Just oh, yeah. It's which, like you uh, got two totally different movies. Well, it's the... And the, the people have talked about the big ones like Snoke and Rey's parents and stuff. Right. But the smaller ones is there is clearly a scene... And there's the way it's shot, the way that the line works, the way... Just the way the whole scene is portrayed is that Kylo Ren, you know, smashes up that console with the lightsaber. Right. And they're like... A petulant guy, child. Yeah. A, the guy tells him that, you know, the girl the the droid is gone or whatever. Right. And he goes, "Okay, well, is there anything else you need to tell me?" And they said that he's with a girl. And as soon as he says girl, like the second he does, Force Choke grabs him what and he's like, "What girl?" And so that implies Kyler there's a girl somewhere out here that Kyler Ren's looking for that he knows she can be a problem. Yeah,
1: that's a good
0: point. So, and all of a sudden now you're going to tell me that they've never met before and that I don't remember that, there was a theory that Ray actually helped Kylo Ren do the Jedi purge or, or wipe out the Jedi temple. And when Luke saw this, was like, well, we can't have two of them running around doing this because they're the two most powerful. He mind wipes her mm. sends her away to Jakku to stay out of trouble. And that's why Kylo Ren is so, because here's the thing. Kylo ah, but shown, he was
1: going to kill a kid, so he may with, as well just do yeah, that. Let's get out Yeah, Luke like, was just going to slaughter Luke. a teenager, so he may as well mind Luke, You know, he didn't well. call
0: his sister and his oh, best friend and say, hey, I think your us. son might be having some issues. And my said Jedi he, Master, phew. who
1: was going to murder me in exactly. my sleep. You know, they, right, come on. Gosh, that they... It's just horrible. Like, I don't understand... But that is a good point. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, it's, it's almost like there were two separate movies. Mm-hmm. You... Lucas had an ideal, you know, like you've always known. He, he had a nine, he had a long form ideal, mm. which he basically broke up into nine films in his mind or nine stories mm. in his mind. And then Disney comes in and says, no, we're going to redo it. We want to take a fresh stab at this. Mm. And then they tell two mm. almost semi contained films that like you're saying, have nothing to do with the other, you know, yeah. we defeated the, the, the Star, Killer, the Star base. Killer base, we destroyed. It. Yeah, the rebellion is on top. Two hours later, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're on the run. We've been yeah. defeated by the Empire. We just decimated. We fit on one frigate.
0: Oh my god! I just don't understand. Like, our, I guess we're gonna be hitting the reset button on all these movies now. Like, I, I guess in the next one, we'll start off with the the rebellion's alive and well. Because that's the other thing that I really find hard to believe is. He in the in the Last Jedi, Leia sends out a beacon. Like some of our allies will come. Right. I guess nobody. I guess Lando Calrissian nobody. is like sorry, nobody. sorry, nobody. baby. You're on your own now. The, the you chose Han. You
1: know all these these people that have you know were saved by the rebellion take part in the rebellion. Hey. None of them. None of
0: them. It, um, I was reading this one. This guy put on, uh, I think it was Instagram. He said, "At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it stars episode nine. Chewbacca flies the Millennium Falcon straight into straight into another Death Star, killing the last things that we love in this universe.
1: Like, yeah, but two hours later, the Empire would be at full and exactly, They would and be they'd take over again. Yeah. Well, even
0: in Empire Strikes Back, you get the sense that they're like they're desperate. Yeah, like they're they're, they're looking for. They've yes. sent out these probes. Yeah. They're looking for the rebellion, and they
1: like they're desperate." At the beginning of this movie, The Last Jedi, it's like oh, they're larger in charge. The Empire, yeah. oh, we're we're decimating the rebellion, and we're it, was, it like you're saying it did feel like a different take in Empire, even though you know they're attacking, they're going after the rebellion, but they they were desperate. Yeah, Vader is desperate to find. Ah, he, he wants
0: to find somehow. the Skywalker. The, yeah. and they the other thing is they've they've. In the books and in the movie, this wasn't clear at all. Another problem with the Force Awakens is what you hear: the Republic and the Resistance. You keep hearing that over and over again. What's their relationship? Why? Yeah, I have no idea. This is the stupid thing. I didn't read the book. I have no idea. So the Republic is the leading force in the galaxy. The First Order is the lesser government. Right. Like they, they are the Republic is the big guy. So the Republic Army is called the Resistance what are they <laughs> resisting guess, like yeah. you're the leaders like you're the head oh, of the galaxy Lord. but and here's the bigger problem that that presents is so the biggest group in the galaxy their entire force fits on one ship that mm-hmm. is half the size of the biggest ship of entire- the enemy force mm-hmm. that is the smaller force like they, I feel like this guy, and you know, uh, props. Well, not props. I do feel slightly bad for Ryan Johnson because he's just getting bombarded, and I feel bad for the guy because it seemed like you know he just wanted to make a movie or right. whatever. But the I don't problem think he is, set
1: out to tear down. So, I, I, I think they are. The problem is, is that you had J.J. Abrams who wrote a film, set it up, and then it feels like there was no. They let Ryan Johnson take his, yep. you know, his vision, go forward with it, and it's almost like I said, they don't feel congruent. It's like you. You've told me two different stories that are supposed to be part of a trilogy yeah. that do not feel like part of a trilogy. Anything. Like
0: on, I feel like the prequels and the originals feel more alike yeah. than the the there's two sequels. There's a narrative, there's
1: a narrative like, that runs through them. And the only narrative yeah. in this is that Ray has no idea what's going on. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> know Please somebody I, I guess I should go here. Well, maybe I should go here. All right. I, I well, guess I'll go over I'm here. I want to save
0: Ben so and that's another thing is because I, I will argue, from day one that Kylo Ren is the is the saving grace of this franchise. <laughs> that guy is a good actor. He's a well put together character, and
1: I've I, I, and he's he's buff. He's, with he's the, been swollen. Oh he knows what he's doing. But here is the thing: the he, ultimate meme. The been ultimate meme. But I do
0: think that the reason for that is, and we were talking about this the other day, he's a George Lucas character. People can say forever that, no, he's a different, no, he's he Jason Solo. He's Jason Solo. That's what they, they turned to the dark turned side. And became yeah. Darth Caddies. And that's also where, even that though, they kind of messed up. Because I remember, I, I read the books, it's been a while. But yeah. the turning point for Jason Solo was he killed Luke Skywalker's wife. wife and that was awesome. Because all of a sudden, and that honestly. Was, it was danger. There was danger it too. There was danger. And then in that universe, if Luke Skywalker had killed Ben Solo, I would have been like, or not Ben Solo, the Jason Solo. I right. would be like, well, I, he killed his wife. I understand that. Yeah. But in this universe, he doesn't kill his wife. He has some dabblings in the dark yeah. side and looks mm. like, well, let's murder this guy.
1: This kid kind of, I feel a little dark yeah. side of him. Time to run him through. Yeah,
0: I'm going to take care of this the old-fashioned oh way. Uh, maybe it's just that he was reading up on his dad and he saw where the way that Anakin dealt with uh, undisciplined Padawans was, you know, massacring, massacring them. Massacring so so he them was like, in a room.
1: I'll try this dance. I'll be so i <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, maybe if that's... We're just lucky that Calloway doesn't have a British accent, exactly. Because if he'd woke up and be like, night, what are you yeah. doing?" Well, we just <laughs> this plow plowed right. And
0: here. I also love that the one time that they probably the last time we'll ever see that green lightsaber again. My favorite lightsaber in Star Wars is to murder a child. Yes, it's like, yeah, thank well, thank you. you. The, the, this, thank you. My favorite lightsaber in Star Wars is now a death tool. And, and, I don't
1: know. It just you you, you took. My hero, and you—you—you you, you retconned him into a a crony old coward man hiding on an island milking sea walruses. <laughs> God. Well, even they, even Obi Wan.
0: I've seen so many people try and point out. Well, well how come you didn't complain about Obi Wan going into hiding? Here's the other, here's the thing. He wasn't. He didn't go into hiding. No, he was
1: defending Luke. He was protecting. Yes, he, he was, was there, there to watch over them.
0: He's there to watch over Luke. And I didn't know this. Somebody told me this. Apparently, in the books, they talk about how he was also there because Luke had such a huge force basically aura around him that Obi-Wan had to use the force yeah, to kind of lower that down yeah. because Vader might sense that. But... Well, that, and he was there getting swole. Exactly. Like we said, oh, he, was, working out. he had to do his P90X <laughs> on, on t- That, listen, that is... If that scene has to be in the Kenobi solo movie for it to be made, I'll I'll be glad to... I'll be well, happy to see
1: bring him on, Bring him on in. Which,
0: honestly... It, I say two birds, with one stone. Samuel L. Jackson wants to be in, in another Star Wars movie again. What? Yeah, he, he's convinced. I think there was a good month where he was
1: putting stuff on Twitter where, like, look at this Star Wars ability that would prove that Mace Windu oh, could survive my Lord. that. But, but I can't blame him. No. I would he, be saying everything under the sun, you know. To no. get back in. Look, man, I, I force leaped off that <laughs> ledge, landed on a speeder or something. Yeah, yeah. come on. I come love on. that another thing that's. Ryan
0: Johnson, because another, another thing people hate is that Luke Skywalker's last great heroic act was no, he didn't do it. He didn't even really do I it. Know. And I guess, as a rebuttal to the people who are calling out that that's stupid, Ryan Johnson shared to his Instagram or Twitter, or whatever, I'm not a social media guy, but shared a video of him flipping through a Star Wars book and going, This is where the, this book talks about how it's a list of Jedi powers. And it's like, You can force project. That's in the book. So, in your face. And it's like, people don't have a problem with the force protection. No, no. People have a problem with that was his last act. Yes. Is he
1: basically never leaves He's this island. He's still cowering on the island. <laughs> yes. That's what you've reduced Luke Scott. He's it, a man still cowering on an island instead of going and facing the greatest threat to the galaxy. And, like he did 30 years ago. Exactly. You know? And the
0: dumb thing is, you then have a part where, because when I was, I remember sitting there watching it, and when... Kylo Ren is fighting Luke. I was like, is he really going to try and kill him? And he swings at him and kills him. And I was like, wow, they really went that route. But oh no, Luke's a projection. And here's the
1: thing. There's no gravity to if it. If Luke yeah. had
0: been a projection and then survived, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll get more Luke Skywalker so he can redeem himself in the next one. But instead, he's a projection and he's like, see
1: you around, kid.
0: <laughs> then comes back and dies. So it's oh, like, God. why? I feel like it would be more emotionally powerful and better for the story if Luke was really there and Kylo Ren kills him. kills him. Then if oh look Kylo you can't kill me the force scan, I guess like
1: it's and I can I think it was all that blue milk exactly He's, it's Here's, gone oh, look, to his man, head I've got ulcers now from all yeah. those blue walrus you milk. don't understand I should have done some tests on this before yeah, I started yeah, guys, drinking it. Yeah, this entire movie's actually been about me finding a way to die because yeah. I've got something strange going on in my yeah. bowels I'm not gonna face this they, and, and that's I, why I'm hiding on this island you know really I could have came back years ago. Well,
0: another thing, and all this is coming back to me, that's why, is somebody points out that Luke, his whole purpose, you know, in the original trilogy is to save Darth Vader. So you're telling me he does all this, he saves Darth Vader, he's alone on an island for years, and you'd think that'd be a perfect opportunity to to talk to Darth Vader sometimes, or maybe, you know, form that relationship you weren't able to have because one of you Mm -hmm. was a psycho mass murderer. mm -hmm. But instead, nope, he's closed
1: himself off from the Force now. You know, interestingly enough, I was reading something, you know, years ago where Luke or uh, Lucas had a draft where at the end of the turn of the Jedi, and they actually even started scripting it, where when he takes the mask off of Darth Vader, he was actually going to be like, and now I will assume the role. Oh, like he had, he had dabbled that far into it.
0: And now that, he's Darth Vader. Which
1: that's where he actually wrote, you know, later Luke actually goes to the to the dark side and kind mm-hmm. of dabbled into it to... Because he said he wanted to to learn more about it, mm-hmm. but well, well, that's all the stuff with like the clone of the emperor, right? Yeah, dark and it, dark empire and all heir to the empire and all that stuff. Well,
0: it's funny because the, there's a general rule I think when you're when you retcon stuff, it, you know, in comic books and everything, you can retcon things as long as you do it better. Yeah. Like as long the a big example of that is the whole Hal Jordan parallax thing. How Hal Jordan. Turned evil, killed all these people, wiped out all yeah. the Green Lanterns, and then Close later they're the like, city, Well, you know, yeah. we want him to be a hero, so we'll say Parallax calls all that. Cool, that's a better story than the one you gave us. Mm-hmm. But the problem is now Disney has gone, all these expanded universe stuff and this th- stuff you love, it's, not it's gone now. So we're going to replace that with stuff that isn't as good. So stuff that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, and I. It's disappointing. It is. It's like. It's just sad. Like, honestly, now I'm just sitting here just feeling depressed about Star
1: Wars. <laughs> I, told you, I mean, it's like, out of everything you read earlier, the Favreau thing, I'm kind of like, oh,
0: maybe cool he that. can
1: do something cool, you know? But here's my problem. I almost would rather you have not touched another trilogy that had yeah. to do with the original I almost would rather you have said, you know what, we're going to leave that story there, yep. and we're going to write a Han Solo prequel. We're going to write a Rogue One prequel. Yeah. You know, flesh out some of that stuff, but no, we're going to instead write a trilogy that drops a big old turd on the exactly. heart of everything that happened in this original. Like, trilogy. Sorry if you
0: loved Luke Skywalker and Han Solo and and even Princess Leia to an extent; God, they're yeah, old and yeah. useless now. They all suck, and well, and then the biggest pr- one that I don't understand is, I guess they're so busy trying to sell more toys. That Chewbacca is worthless to him now because yeah I don't name, even know I, what is who's he doing? Chewbacca where is he at like
1: Chewbacca Be- besides turning vegan on me I, I, at some point I, in the film.
0: I think he should have just ate that thing I think uh. the porgs need to learn a lesson which speaking of though apparently Disney did dial back that Rod Johnson guy a little bit because have you seen that that. Uh, concept art that's leaked remember the part where the Porgs are looking down Luke's lightsaber and they're kicking it for a second right, and stuff? Right. apparently they cut that short because in the original uh, draft or whatever the movie they were going to kick it until it turned on and just murdered one Whoa. of the Porgs so but that would have been where the one on the fire came from they, he Chewie like, could have been like I, that's I'm going to let this go to waste
1: you know, yes that's sustainability come on
0: but I just I don't understand. Like, you got Chewbacca, you got R2-D2, who he had... I don't even know where these people... What's he doing? Who is R2-D2? C-3PO is just... Who's C-3PO? I don't know who these people are. And that's the problem, though. The best scenes in the movie are the stuff with the original people. Like, I, I... Except for the throne room scene, which I think is just... The the thing that makes that a little hard to judge is because it's just so awesome when Kylo yeah. Ren kills Snoke and all that. That was a great.
1: Like, I mean, that was cool. That, that was great.
0: That's just an awesome. But I think and then honestly, you get the team up between him oh, and Ray, that cool. was cool, awesome.
1: Which visually, it was great. It it kind of gave me a, a moment of oh, okay, they're leading to this. Like and I mean, then all of a sudden, you just wipe it all out. Yeah, go, like, oh. I, I want to take over the galaxy. You know, sorry. Like I, or even if I'm Ray at that point, I'm going to take over. And I see this dude looking right in the face, and he goes. We can rule this galaxy, and you see that he's evil, and you go, "Oh, he, we just it's passed out." I think I'll just leave him here to destroy yeah. my friends. Thanks. Oh man! So your Luke Skywalker murders children, but Ray is yeah. so she's so nice, oh and, she's and so lovable. You know, oh yeah, I let this and murdering. I, listen,
0: I hate to say this because I like the actress; she seems real nice. Oh, I, right. but they just do not have a gra- like like. There's nothing. There's no. Purpose. She has no purpose. They There's so much in that movie that doesn't have... Like the cave. The dark side cave. Right. What was the point of that? Like, And the other, the other thing. Luke at one point when he's training Ray, He's like, you went straight for the dark side. like You didn't even hesitate. And I
1: thought, oh cool. We're going to yeah. go Give in that Give me an element about, of that. Yeah, never talked about it again. The next Nothing. day he's just like, okay, time for training too. Yeah. Like, well, it's almost like they don't know. It comes through that they really don't know what they want to do. Mm-mm. It just seems... Haphazard. We we know we've got this character we like named Ray, and we just we want her to get somewhere. We don't really know where she's going. Like I said, it feels like there's no purpose to the character other than I'll show up at moments, be the best, wipe everybody out, and then I'll turn around and go. Yeah. But what do I need to do? Yeah. But what is my purpose? What should I, I mean, do? Help Come me on. find my place. Come on. Like, by, listen. By movie
0: two, Luke Luke is flying off to go save his friends yeah. from the from Darth Vader, which was
1: still getting beat. Yeah, still getting his hand cut off. And that is the beauty of it is that you see these scenes and you see the stuff that Luke goes through. It's not like Luke just rolls in and, and you know bulldozes yeah. everybody. Even he kind of has moments, and it's like, oh, dude, he just got his butt kicked by Darth Vader, well, wiped him out. Well, the the thing is with
0: any. Now, when Ray and Kylo Ren fight, I'm, there's no tension because I'm like, Ray's beat him every time that they've ever yeah, done. Ray's gonna like
1: pull something out. And, and even
0: now, to this day, like watching Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, that when Luke first fights Darth Vader, you're like, crap, you're he's, creeped out. Because even Darth Vader, like that, that's one of the best like intros to a fight ever. When Darth Vader's like, you're strong in the Force, but you're not a Jedi mm-hmm. yet. It's like, oh
1: dang, like there was not, an element of. He can be beat. Yeah. Well, with Rey, Where you root no, for him. She, she can't be beat. She can't be touched. I don't want any character to be like that. You know, I would, I have no sense of drama when I know a character is the best and no, cannot I, be stopped. It cannot be, it just, it takes well, we, it pulls so much back from him.
0: Yeah, like, even the small thing, like, we've never seen Ray on a Millennium Falcon turret before. Right. And Last Jedi, she's. Quadruple oh, yeah. shot, and triple shot. And just, like she gets
1: uh, a three-person three headshot, three-sixty uh, noscope. Yeah, <laughs> oh, she's gosh,
0: she just, and even to an extent, Finn. Like I feel like all these characters are getting because Finn. They almost had a thing going. Like, I know so many people who are like, "Well, Finn, I really liked him in The Force Awakens because he had a flaw. He was a coward. He was running away. He he finally that was
1: a relatable nature to his plight.
0: Well, and the like, in the that is still the most the most tense fight scene in the new trilogy is when Kylo Ren and Finn fight each other for the first because Finn picks up that lightsaber and you're like. You can oh, see in Finn, like, he is He's freaked scared. out. He's, He's going to lose. Yep. And you're like, dang. Like, And as soon as Kylo Ren gets annoyed by him when he cuts his arm, he schools him. And that makes you like, man, Finn, like, at least you tried. Yeah. But with Ray, it's like, oh, well, I guess she's she's
1: well, his butt. She's like, going to do a, a flip and, over the top of him. And, and more on the
0: whole, they don't know what they're doing thing. Is that Finn at the end of the Last Jedi? He's going to sacrifice himself. And I, that was genuinely emotional, like, like emotional for it. Like yeah. I was like, man, I, I, this sucks. Like I really liked Finn, but nope. Here comes, here we go. Here, here comes a, whoever to I can't I remember, her name. I remember her name to the fly. Rose, in, Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, Rose. Here
1: comes Rose. To fly here comes in the and, space uh, jailer. You <laughs> the know, space jailer. <laughs> which. I have magically flown faster, farther and sideways than you in the exactly. same amount of even though you distinctly saw me turn back. <laughs> yes. I now have fast forwarded ahead of you. This is oh the Oh my goodness.
0: I think we're just we're just being haters because she's she's woke enough to realize that we we ain't, ain't going to win by killing what we hate. We're going to win by You're, saving what you we save love. Save what
1: you love. Come on. And I then, mean, I'm not that's the problem though, is that people have this idea that oh all these old crotchety Star Wars fans, they just hate everything. No Star Wars fans went into this thinking, yes, like this will know, be awesome. Give me some new Star Wars this will be amazing, this will be awesome and you just didn't do it you know no. you you didn't you tried to it's almost like you gotta and it's tough you know you gotta run that gamut of fan service and good story. But it's like you failed on both accounts. You didn't give me fan service, and you didn't give me a no. good story. You gave me a rehash of a new hope in the first one, and in this one, you just had a convoluted mess of, hey, we're this is the first movie ever. Tri- oh crap, no, this is the second movie.
0: Well, just forget about that. Yeah, whatever.
1: It's it's
0: the second movie that feels like a first movie, but also feels like the the conclusion. Like I don't understand where they're gonna go after this. Yeah. Like. Kylo Ren is leading the first order now, I guess, and Ray, the resistance can all fit on like yeah. they could share a booth
1: at an know Charlie's at this point, no, I think. No. Like I just And there's no and here's another problem. Apparently you've just told me there is no help. No, no, like, one like in no the one, you guys, I So where are you guys going to go? I mean, you'll pull up at that cafe from Spaceballs and I, park. I think, I think they're going to
0: go guerrilla tactics after it. It'll be like uh, was the Patriot with Mel G- Mel Gibson's going to show That's up right. and That's he's right. going to teach them all no, guerrilla tactics. Even
1: be- you got a better Australian, Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy shows up. Tom Hardy shows up. He's speaking a uh, Anglo Greek <laughs> accent. Yes. And he and he he has the bottom
0: half of Darth Vader's respirator, yes. just the triangle part. Yes. Though. Well, what was like the,
1: the villain from the Old Republic? The Darth uh, Malgus. Malgus. He's Darth Malgus. He's. But he's got a worse. He's got a lisp. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, got a lisp. A lisp through we his. Breather. him a lisp on the breather, and so you really just cannot make out anything he says. And in between every syllable, there's a beep <laughs> for the respirator. <laughs> he, he speaks in Morse code. The yes. entire film. Beep, 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 beep and and that's going to add that element to it Darth that'll really speaking SOS they
0: just I, I think that's what this trilogy is missing at, out at
1: this point I'm like just it into the sun. take this trilogy and you know what just make Ewoks come out of the blue exactly I want Ewoks flying out I want well, you, hey a piece of trivia for you piece of trivia I saw this once again this is a long time ago but I never forgot it do you realize that never in Return of the Jedi do they say the word Ewok they never say Ewok. They never call them Ewoks. They never say anything Ewok. The word Ewok is not spoken in Return of the Jedi. Look it up.
0: How did they? Look I it guess up. they just put it on the toys,
1: I guess. They just put it on the toys. Look it up. They never say the term Ewok in Return of the Jedi. I guess you're right. Look, I'm telling you, look it up. Because well, I, when I heard it, I went back and looked at it. Well, that's the funny thing. Now, I'm hoping that this is right. There's uh, uh, Yeah, people, mean, people are all the, all the people right now like, you lied. It's the first line, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, I remember this because when I heard it, I went and looked it up and was like, wow, that's true. They'd never said the term Ewoks.
0: That's what I love about the Return of the Jedi 2 is the, well, that's one thing I love is the Ewoks. Because people are stupid and they say, the Ewoks oh, are so kitty and break. childish. Give me a break. Here's the beautiful thing, though the Ewoks were going to eat Luke, <laughs> yes, Scott, and Han Solo. They were cooking like, that supper
1: you had to bring in the golden god to, real. to hold these people off like this is a and then these dudes hatchet down stormtroopers yes these dudes triple team stormtroopers and hatchet them down oh it's just that's what I mean you you had a there were elements of silliness but it wasn't so it wasn't as silly as the beginning of The Last Jedi where you've got your mama jokes happening yes. in the first 45 and, seconds
0: and the Mary Poppins remake yes joke. I
1: mean it wasn't pure silliness but it had light heartedness to I,
0: it so I, 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 I watched that scene again that Princess Leia went and oh, I genuinely the in the theater would have not have been surprised if all of a sudden like one of those Disney Channel tabs comes up and it's like <laughs> Mary Poppins <laughs> comes out next summer yes yes.
1: yes. <laughs> oh, no no or just that the signature of Leia Come us. <laughs> yes. was I'm Carrie Fisher yeah. and this is Disney Channel <laughs> and this is Disney Channel Gosh. Princess Leia it, it was just, a travesty I, I literally, and this is—I loved Princess Leia. Loved one of the coolest Princess Leia stories is Shadows of the Empire. Anybody who's never checked into it, go back and read Shadows of the Empire. Awesome Princess! It's a, a heavy Princess Leia story. Why in the world did you turn her into this? Like uh, the unconscious Jedi bubble flying through space. I mean, no, you didn't need it. You didn't need it. She all. was awesome as crap. She was a ball buster. She was like large and in charge. Exactly. At five foot two. You were like, man, Prince Leia's a bust you in the chops. I was scared of her as a kid. And it's like, like, man, Prince Leia is hot and scary at the same time. Well, it, it also adds to the whole thing where she's so like she's so good at what she does,
0: she doesn't even care about this whole Jedi thing. Like, she finds yeah. out she's Force sensitive, whatever, I don't no, care. I don't need it. Like, no, I've, I got I've, this. You know, I've been doing fine without that this whole you time. Know. But I guess now she's... She's grandma oh, floaty no. pants or whatever. Yeah, I, go,
1: I don't know what's happening.
0: Either. I just uh which man. I I got the original premise of this podcast was going to be how much Star Wars is too much Star Wars, but I'm glad but it's just it devolved into <laughs> the last Jedi it. Sucks. We Should not have talked.
1: We should not have talked. Hey, that's, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Because I think people need to understand. You know, you would think Disney would understand. Take a listen to some of these folks that are Star Wars fans. It's not that they, oh, they just wanted their naysayers and want to trash talk. We love Star Wars. We wanted Star Wars to be this beautiful thing that continued and it it just, you didn't, you didn't deliver. You didn't deliver. I mean, that's, you, you gave me something that I will tell you that I, I sat in, I, I, for sheer love of Star Wars, it was a level of enjoyment just because I love being able to go in and see, Han Solo Luke X-Wing Fighters Princess Leia you know I love being I love seeing the character of Ray. I thought oh this could be cool you know you give Mm -hmm. me but you just did not deliver on all the elements Mm -hmm. that the original gave us of you know hey a a story for the ages that apparently you guys have not aged well (laughs) Well, you know you did not let it age well
0: which I will tell you this I recommend this for anybody who watched The Last Jedi and hated it Go back and watch The Force Awakens. It'll make you appreciate it a little it will. Yeah, it I does. went back and watched Force Awakens, and I was like, "This is actually coherent." Yeah, exactly. Like, Kylo Ren is still threatening, and that's the thing. He's threatening in The Last Jedi, but somebody pointed out to me that he's every fight he's ever done, he's lost. Yeah. So at this point, like that would be like exactly. if Darth Vader was just tripping all over like yeah. his cape every time he meets Luke, and Luke just. Just blows the looks. barn doors off like, just of imag- beats the brakes
1: off of it. just imagine if in Empire Strikes Back when Luke fought Vader if Luke had just schooled him oh yeah like hung him out over the edge <laughs> yeah. cut his face up <laughs> you know, left him for dead in an ice field like uh, we, just, if Luke left him for dead in Bespin you know that, that's well, basically what you get here well that's like, what makes oh man who cares about Darth Vader you know, like, like,
0: what? he sucks and it makes it weird. in Return of the Jedi when he gives himself up to Darth Vader you're like oh crap yeah. Like he, Darth Vader whooped him last time. Yeah. Like, what chance does he have now? And this one, like I said, Ray. Uh, next time Ray sees, like it's always going to be when Ray sees Ray and She's just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got you again. All right, let's do this. And like, uh, and here's another pet peeve of mine. Before we end all this, is I, all the toys now marketed as Ray's lightsaber? That's Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Yeah, Is that Look, really true? The yes. marketing is Ray's, Ray's lightsaber. lightsaber. Come on. It's like, listen. Come I, on. I like Ray. Ray. That's Anakin Skywalker's oh, no. lightsaber. Online. That is the Skywalker saber. Yes. like just no. Is that true? You're telling yes. me they market it as race. Yes. Oh, I almost man. burned that Toys R Us to the to ground. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. I'm that's going on a shopping spree. That's I'm what, just going to
1: buy everyone so kids won't be tainted by no, this. you stay
0: out of here. It's, I, I think that that's why Toys R Us is going bankrupt and they're getting what they deserve. They do. For marketing that is as They absolutely do.
1: Wow. How disappointing. That's what I'm saying. Now that we no, have... No, no, no. Allowance for legacy, nope. no, no honor for the legacy. It's almost like you just said, "Hey, we need to burn down everything about yep. the original trilogy. We don't want
0: it to be compared to those." Which, no. yeah, I don't know. Like it just,
1: you I, know, who wouldn't do that? Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. He, he would. <laughs> Wait a minute. At, at the beginning, it was I'm worn out on Tom Hardy, and now, now you he's want the savior back. of Star Wars. <laughs> but I'll give him a shot. Let him, with everything that's happened, I'll give him a shot. I want him
0: to direct, produce, and star in star episode nine. Star in the next nine.
1: episode nine. I want it to be totally him. Just he plays Chewbacca with a beard, but I, th- th- Ray
0: with a ponytail. I'm going to go full circle on this. He's going to play Kylo Ren and Ray, and that's where we get our Tom Hardy where we get romance the, scene, the
1: love scene. See, it all comes full circle. You thought this was just rambling.
0: We we had all this planned. No, out.
1: this is all. It's it's this was. He's got this. This persona of never, you know, setting up his, his production with facts and research. But no, no, this was all a Tom Hardy appreciation yeah. podcast.
0: Uh, as a matter of fact, now's the time I reveal that today's podcast is sponsored by Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy's agent. Yeah, check him out uh, and what, what's in Venom. It's coming yeah, yeah,
1: in. Yeah. Don't, Don't let the uh, accent fool you. It's, him. it's actually going to be great. Which, uh, well, then. Thanks for coming. Well, it on Seems me. like it hasn't been that long. Is it really? Holy yeah. cow! It's man. been an it's hour and five
0: minutes. Wow! Now, Dad, they uh, now that we've gotten everybody good and depressed about Star now Wars. That, now that
1: we've just beat the the brains out of Star Wars, <laughs> like, we're like like we going another one. Yeah, more another Star more Wars more hate video. Anti-Star videos. Wars. Well, let's say I, I like to look at us as the as the rebellion. You know, I, I think as the resistance. Hey, <laughs> they're one and the same, aren't they? <laughs> Have you, I'm confused. I don't even know.
0: Have you seen that uh, they've released a scene, uh, it was apparently an improved version of Phasma's death, where, this is so Put stupid. Finn, no, this is even worse. Just Put wait it for it, it. Finn's about to fight her, and she's, and, you know, after that big explosion, she's still there. And Finn's looking at her, and these other Stormtroopers are coming up, and It's the most awkward dialogue ever. And I like John Boyega. It's one of the most awkward deliveries of anything ever. She's like, now we have you surrounded. And he goes, well, will they fight for you when they hear you were the one who let Starkiller base the shields go down, huh? Will they fight for you then? Yeah, they will because they're... You you think, oh, these guys are programmed from day one to do this. But no, then the stormtroopers look at each other and they lower their guns, right? And they nod at Finn, and Finn looks at them like, that's what I thought. And then Phasma blows them all away. And they throw him a, a mop. Yeah, and then he's like, let's they do this. A mop. I've got this.
1: <laughs>
0: that's the new lightsaber, I think.
1: That's, I think. That's where Disney needs to be heading. You they, know, market a broom saber. Exactly. Mop I, saber. The, the strands of the broom are made of lightsaber. Yes, material. yes. They, that I, would be a pretty look. Leave the weapon. They need to go into this. You ever been slapped in the face with a mop? A mop, and now I'll make those lightsabers. Make those all there miniature blades of death. Seven inch lightsabers. <laughs> well, hmm. I that, guess I guess uh, lightsaber mops this is going to be the thing to end the yeah, podcast. There's a,
0: we're not going to get any better than that. A oh, lightsaber my mop.
1: Lord.
0: Now, Dad, speaking of the professionalism of this podcast, I don't have an outro. Mm-hmm. I kind of just let the guest. Do, what do you think a good outro for this would be?
1: I think I will say, long ago, in a galaxy far, far away, Tom Hardy helped Stan Lee find his money. that <laughs> That's most what it feels Exactly. No, I guess I would just say, you know, thank you for letting me be on. I really enjoyed it. Uh, That's too genuine, Dad. We don't, people don't What do you, what do you aim for here? What do you aim for here? Is it, do I mock? The 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 host? What happens? No, we definitely don't mock the host. You know, I mock this uh the people listening to it can't see this strange raccoon fur mic cover you have. It's called a dead cat. And I it, I read it, it looks wrong. and smells. Like <laughs> like, <it>. I, <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to wash it. At any point. That may be why I've been. You've heard my voice so far the distance because of the the pure smell this yeah. thing's putting on. You're, you're moving back a little. Bit. <laughs> you started the podcast
0: close, and you've slowly moved back.
1: I guess I would like to say, closing out that, you know, Star Wars, Disney. I know you're not listening. Stop. <laughs> Please just Please. stop, For God's stop sake. making Star Wars films. You know, say you're going to make one in like six years or something. There, Give it some breathing room. Don't beat me over the brains with Star mm. Wars. Please. 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 And, you know, I guess that's, that's where I ended it with.
0: That's where we ended it with that long, awkward stuff. And
1: Tom Hardy, give us a call. We got uh, we got about seven projects. We got few projects <laughs> set up for you. If you you know you run out of ideas, you know just hit us up. We
0: we can offer to pay you fifteen dollars. I've and, got a
1: million dollars that I uh, recently acquired, acquired. from. A, uh, <laughs> from from my friend in Hollywood. Land Steve. Uh, I've got a condo we can do some of the uh, shooting at. my and... God. It's good. Hell, <laughs> I, L. I.